Welcome to podcast lucky number 13, A Firm Foundation, Cow Buying 101. I'm Blake Long. I'm Gage Long, and you're, you're listening to This Business of Beef with our dad, Rance Long, and Jeff Stansberry. Sponsored by BenOnTheBlock.com, where we are your online marketplace for timed online auctions, proxy bidding, providing sale video production, and now real-time broadcasting and bidding at your livestock auction. Hello, folks, and welcome back to This Business of Beef with Rance and Jeff. We want to thank you for tuning in again. Uh, We do ask that you please like us on uh, Facebook. And uh, also, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at BidOnTheBlock.com. U.S. and uh, uh, folks, we are available on iTunes. We're also available on uh, Stitcher, also on SoundCloud, and if you have the TuneIn app on your phone, you can catch us there as well. So, pretty much wherever you are, Rance and I could be right there with you on this business of beef. But most of all, we want to thank you for listening for sharing on the uh, various social media outlets. And today, we're back with you. And speaking of the various media outlets, uh, the various media outlets, um, there are a lot of these, uh, most of these podcasts, we have archived them on our bidontheblock.com website and also on Twitter as well as uh Facebook. So if there are podcasts that you might have missed for some reason, if you just want to go back to those sites, you're welcome to do that as well. Well, Rance, we're back with this business of beef this week. And uh, as we said uh, last episode, sale season is kicking off. And that sounds like you uh, you had a, a successful uh, sale out in California last week. And and I'm anxious to hear your sale report on that. But before we get into that, folks, we want to thank all of you for listening to our podcast last week. And I know we had a lot of plays of our our other episodes. And uh, we also want to remind you that we do have other episodes that you can listen to uh, other than this one that you are tuning into. And uh, so Rance and I just thought to show our appreciation, we just thought we'd do a little uh, uh, share shout out, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, to some of you who have helped spread the word and uh, just a small way of saying thank you. And uh, we, uh, we want to thank, uh, uh, we want to thank uh, Paul Trowbridge for, uh, for sharing the podcast last week. And Paul, we appreciate that as well as uh, Jamie Reynolds, who is the administrator for the uh, the Cattleman's Connection uh, page on Facebook and clearing that. And uh, who do you have, Rance? You know, a good friend of mine down in Kentucky, uh, Kay Kaufman, shared uh, our podcast. I sure want to uh, tell Kay we appreciate her doing so. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just comforting to know, folks. It's nice to have you with us because, quite honestly, I don't know if Rance and I could just entertain ourselves talking to one another if, if we didn't think that somebody else <laughs> was tuning in. We might, get, uh, we might get tired of each other pretty quick, yeah. I think. What do you think, Rance? And I'd say you're right. I'd say you're right. 
Well, you, know, you know, we started off here, Jeff, you mentioned um, sales season's upon us, and right before we did our first podcast for the fall last week, I was getting ready for a bull sale out in Modesto, California to kick off my fall uh, sale run, and had a good sale out there, a uh, bull sale average a little over $4,500, and bulls were in strong demand, of course, they were really, really after those way up suns, and, and bulls had a lot of growth and carcass value to them, and and there's also strong demand for a lot of Cavanese bulls out there as well. So I had a great sale to get the fall sale season kicked off for yes. uh, Red Valley uh, Angus bull sale. It's always nice to to have a, a good kickstart on the front end of that season, isn't it? You bet. You bet. Now, I'm, I was just figuring up this evening before we get on here. I think in the next eight days, starting on Friday, I think I'm going to uh, sell about 1,300 head of cattle over the next eight days. and. And we're sure um, going to be selling a lot of good cattle. Some upcoming sales, little, literally from coast to coast. So I'm going back to California this Friday uh, for Tehama. Uh, sell a great set of bulls there, and then take a red eye to New York for the Trowbridge family of friends sale, and end up back in Oklahoma, then to Illinois, and then to Kentucky. So we got a big run coming up, Jeff, and I think it's going to be good, though. Gonna be real- here's my question. The last podcast, uh, I quoted a line from the auctioneer song, had to buy a plane just to get around. Have you looked at any planes yet? No, I haven't gone down that road yet. I'm afraid I might hurt myself. I'd try to fly. <laughs> You're going to let the professionals handle that, huh? I don't know if they'd run on diesel. I might put a diesel, put a diesel in them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know. Do planes? I guess planes need to run on the airplane fuel and not so much diesel fuel. That's right. You better stick to managing sales, and uh, we'll stick to the auction business and, and let the pilots fly the planes. How's that yeah. for a deal? I think that works well. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we kicked off uh, Keeneland this week, and of course, that is not cattle. But uh, if the uh, if the horse business is any indication, folks, the economy is alive and well. Uh, you know, I saw reports there, Jeff. Like the first day, you really kicked off and had them, had some horses break that million dollar mark. We had eight of those horses that broke the million dollar mark with a beautiful tappet uh, yearling that sold for two point seven million. And, uh, you know, honestly, most of those, we had several horses up bumping that uh, $2 million mark. We got awfully close yesterday, and uh, we had a couple of horses that broke the million-dollar mark again today. So uh, the market is good, and, uh, you know, that is that is good news for lots of industries, including the cattle industry, because... Uh, you know, uh, the better the economy is, we like when people go out and celebrate million-dollar horses with a big old stake, don't we? You bet. You bet. I think it is a pretty good precursor of what's ahead. I think we're coming to some exciting times, and sure hope everybody gets out and sees us as fault these various sales we'll be doing. That's right. Well, you mentioned that you were going to be at uh, Trowbridges last week, and, you know, we talked with uh, Phil about the uh, – uh, the the 60 years uh, celebration for this year for his sale coming up. And uh, one of the points that, that Phil made when we talked to him was the importance 
of the cow family and the cow side of the uh, of the cattle business and longevity of keeping you in the cattle business. So when you and I are talking about possible topics for the podcast this week, um, you know, it's like that Phil said it was he thought it was a no brainer to really concentrate on that cow side, and I think you kind of felt the same way about discussing cow buying or or the cow family 101 whatever how you want to put that but uh, you know at our our podcast i think it may be our third podcast or something like that we had a podcast called uh the journey and folks if you want to reference that you can go back to that on uh, itunes uh stitcher and soundcloud as, as well if you want also on the tune in app too but uh, you know, Rance, referencing back to that just just briefly, the the journey was kind of a metaphorically talking about that when when you take a trip, most of the time you have a destination in mind, and depending on that destination, that's going to tell you what how that you need to equip yourself for the trip to to give yourself a. A, a reference point and um, you know it's it's the same thing with the cattle business I mean there are so many different uh, directions that you can go with when you get into the cattle business naturally there's the commercial side but especially on the purebred side you know there's the uh, there's the there's the show ring side of it uh, there's the EPD side of it. Uh, do you want to concentrate on on producing bulls? Is that going to be your main market? So I think it's really important for you, really even before you get into what kind of cow that you say you tell yourself that you need, you need to know what you're going to do with that cow. Yeah, there's no question. I think we see it all the time. People want to get into the business. Uh, in particular, I want to talk about, talk directly towards those people just getting started in the business. You made a good point. Have the have the end goal in mind, what you want to produce, and then go out and buy the kind of females that will form the right kind of base for you to get the job done. And there's a lot of different markets out there, a lot of different niches you can work towards. Uh, so get out there and find the right kind of cow that will fit your program. I think on down the road here, Jeff, I think we'll kind of visit about how you incorporate some EPDs into your selection, and not just in bull selection, but also in females and uh, cow families, as Phil, uh, Phil Trowbridge told us in the podcast last week, and you made reference to a moment ago. In summer, we just want to get a good foundation base out there when you're putting together a cow herd. And, and you know, and there's a lot of people that are well-established in the business, been in this for multiple generations, and they're always looking to add uh, the right kind of genetics back into their program I need to freshen things up a little bit. So just kind of have that end goal in mind. That's important. You know, um, it's like the old saying goes, Rance, if, if you start right – then you don't have to start over. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have a lot of time when it takes, when uh, gestation is nine months, you don't have a lot of time to, to make mistakes and regroup. You need to get started on the right foot. And, and you know, honestly, a, a part of that is it, it lends itself to the enthusiasm and that passion that you really need and you really want to enjoy. This is a business, 
But, you know, you need to enjoy what you're doing. You need to be gratified to know that you're making the right decisions, that you've done the right things. And and I, I guess that I can't overemphasize how important it is to ask questions uh, and and really look at your local market and, and look at it a year down the road, five years down the road, ten years down the road, and say, what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I really want to accomplish? And where do I think that my market is for, for my cattle operation? You know, an important thing I think that producers need to be aware of, whether you are just getting into the business or you are you are representing several generations of, of family members that have been in the business find the right program that you've got a comfort level with find the kind of people that you want to do business with visit with them be comfortable with them because the right places are going to want to see you succeed they're not going to mislead you they're going to tell you the truth they're going to put all the facts out there and they're going to want to help you succeed so find the people that you have a comfort level with that'd be that'd be the very first thing i would throw out there to anybody looking to go select genetics, whether it be a bull or a female. Now, once I've done that, once I find my, uh, let's call them a genetic partner, okay? Once yep. I've found that program that, that I really sold on what they're doing, they're going to supply me the genetics that I need, then, then walk me through, if I'm a new cattleman, in your opinion, Walk me through those steps that I need to take next to get to get my nucleus of my cow herd started. Well, I think you want to be up front with the breeder that you're looking at purchasing genetics from. Tell them where your tell them where your end goal is, what you want to be producing, and let them kind of visit with you about the genetics they have and how they think they'll fit your program. And then when you start looking at cows, let's just say. Let's start looking at the cow's production record. Let's look at, at just her progeny her progeny record in summary. And, and you'll find the cows that get the job done day in and day out in that particular program. If you find the cow that's got a, a subpar production record, she may not be the one you just want to go out there and add to your program. At the same time, we need to always keep in mind that those production records are relative to each individual program. So just because a cow might be ratioing 95 in one program, you may get her home and she may be able to ratio 105. So you need to kind of visit visit with the, the producer and let him just kind of give you the best insight possible. And I think it's important to note there, too, that a gauge for you, uh, folks, when you are visiting with that potential genetic partner, and you sit down and you talk with them, if, you know, the the thing that you're looking for, Rance, is honesty from that genetic supplier. Yep. You know, exactly. if I go and sit down with that person and, and they're just like a yes man or a yes woman for me and everything that I sling out to them that I want yeah, I've got that yes, 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 then maybe you should just back up a little bit or or sit down with them and and maybe um, redefine again what it is that you're after. And there's nothing wrong with, with telling someone, say, hey, here's what I'm doing. 
I'm new to the business. Uh, I don't have all the answers, but I am willing to learn, and I'm looking for honesty and sincerity, and I'm looking for your your uh, true input on what I'm trying to accomplish. Yep, and the, the right the, the right producer that has the right fit for you in terms of being a genetic supplier is going to shoot you straight on every question you ask them. Rance, we've already talked about it. We talked about it last week that that fall sale season is an exciting time of year for us, and that's when you can get inundated with a lot of information because that's when the sale catalogs really start hitting that mailbox, and that's a lot of information to disseminate. You know, it sure is, Jeff, and, you know, you, you said you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of different programs that are having sales. Find the right program, the right catalog that you feel comfortable with looking through. And and that catalog that you just can't put down. Maybe it's the pictures in the catalog. Maybe it's the pedigrees in the catalog. Maybe it's just the program in general. But find that comfort level. Because we get into the fall here. Fall seems to be when we sell the majority of females versus in the spring selling so many bulls. But in these female sales coming up, for instance, the sales I'll have over the next week, I'm going to have a wide variety of females to select from. And there's no question but what they all have a place in the industry. They all have a place in certain environments. So find the kind of cattle that you want to that you want to add to your program. We can find those cattle that have got EPDs that rank in the top 1% of the breed for growth or carcass traits we can find the kind of cattle that are going to go out and make top end show heifers for junior members we can find the kind of cattle that are going to go out and work in a 100 percent forage based operation they're going to survive and thrive reproduce every year and just produce a nice solid set of, of progeny so we can find all sorts of different genetics to pick from i just cannot reiterate how important it is to find the program that you feel the most comfortable with. I get more calls throughout the throughout the year. I'll get more calls about well, where should I go look for this? Where should I go look for that? Mm-hmm. And you know, Jeff, the one thing I think we both can point out, and I'd like to think that we both are as honest as anybody in pointing people to the program we think fits them the best. We can point you to multiple programs. But as a producer looking to add genetics, you've got to be aggressive enough and proactive enough to make contact with those producers, visit with them. You don't need to know what they had for breakfast this morning, but you dang sure need to know their philosophy, what their philosophy was 10 years ago, what their philosophy is today, and what they envision their philosophy and direction being 10 years from now. And odds are you're going to find the producer that fits your needs and wants is going to have a pretty consistent outlook on the beef industry in the past and going forward into the future. You know, you actually need to, and I don't want to take this over the top with with what I'm saying, but it kind of leads into what you have said or reiterates what you've said that that you you kind of need to become a, a disciple 
of of what these genetic suppliers are and it, it and it's maybe not as extreme as as hiring someone for a job position but you know i mean if you really think about it these cows are your most valued employees so mm-hmm. it it's really important and 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 maybe you look at the uh as the as a breeder as as this staffing person that's going to help you find the right employees for your company yep exactly and you know i can't help but throw this out there right now jeff and i look down here on my phone while you and i are doing this podcast and i just got a sale request or a catalog request from a breeder for a sales happening next week and we get those all the time Folks, I can't reiterate enough, we love seeing people show up the last minute. But at the same time, if you want to be serious about this business, get online, look at the catalogs that are out there, and give yourself ample time to study the program and study the people behind the program. You've got to be comfortable with it going forward. You know, um, with, with that in mind, Rance, of course, you know, startups are a part of this business and we love to see startups uh dispersals are a part of the business and uh and you have some dispersals that are that are coming up but you know we we like to see people get in the business be enthusiastic about the business and passionate about the business and stay in the business long term because it's better for the beef industry it's better for the cattle industry in general as well as the respective breeds whatever breed that you're in you bet we we dang sure want to see you last in this business since my goal and everybody that i work with throughout the year my plan is to see them in this business for many many years to come uh we all know dispersals are inevitable and they happen and you are correct i I've got three dispersals this fall. Four programs have been in the business for a long time. But at the same time, we will find new breeders and new programs that will rise up with some of these very same genetics that we're dispersing. Sure, sure. So, you know, with with this in mind, folks, uh, uh, you know, feel feel free to give us a, an email if you would rather discuss this on a uh, on a on a one-to-one basis especially with the sales that rance has coming up i know that he would be happy to to answer any questions that he has he's been through these herds of cattle now multiple times um and uh, he has he has put his time in on these sales this summer and i know that he'd be happy to to visit with you and you know with that in mind um, it's our intention here over the the next few podcasts that we do to to help break down this 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 breeding thing uh, uh, breaking down EPDs for you uh, talking mm-hmm. about the the DNA side and and also rants on on sire selection as well you know Jeff I guess I'd like to ask listeners out there to just drop either one of us an email and i'll, I'll just throw mine out real quick rlong at ranslong.com you know drop us an email and let us know some of those questions you might have and i'm dang sure not going to tell you that i'm the professor that can answer every question but i think if we have a little heads up 
you and I'd like to find the right person to get on some of these future podcasts that Mike could answer some of those questions out there. And, and you know, if there's some producers out there that would like to be um, have a little two cents and, and maybe let us do a little interview with them, let us know. Uh, if we think it'll fit into where we're going with our podcast, we, we'd like to make contact with you and kind of incorporate everybody in the beef business in these uh, podcasts. Yeah, the main reason for the, the, the podcast that we're doing is is to help you be better at the, this, this beef business. And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to reach out to, uh, to guests uh, to get them on. If there are things that are important to you, uh, they're sure enough in, important to us as well. And, and we consider this uh, a service to you, the listener. And, you know, hopefully you can get something out of each one of these podcasts that we do that help you going forward. Yep, and hopefully we'll hear. You know, Jeff, we covered a lot of uh, a lot of ground here in the last few minutes uh, putting this podcast together, and I know it's kind of a general general overview of, of selection, genetic selection, kind of leaning a little more towards the female side of things uh, going into the fall sales season. With that said, as I mentioned earlier, I hope some folks will contact us, let us know some future ideas they'd like to hear on these podcasts, but. I think I'm going to have to bring this podcast to an end. I've got a 6.30 flight in the morning to uh, <laughs> California, and I'm about ready to shut down. You're not a midnight podcaster, huh? Not at all. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, <clears throat> folks, uh, please, uh, we do ask that you uh, that you reach out to us on uh, Facebook. And, hey, if you would be kind enough to share some of these podcasts, uh Hopefully we can keep up with that, and we'll give you a, a shout-out here on this uh, Business of Beef. Also, we do ask that you please uh, remember that you can uh, visit uh, bidontheblock.com. Uh, we do now offer affordable and reliable uh, webcasting for your live auction, and uh, as well as our sister sites, and that's Gelfie Auction. And balancerauction.com. And uh, Rance has given you his uh, email, uh, rlong at rancelon.com. And you can reach out to me at stansberryjeff at yahoo.com. Also, if you want to uh, email us a topic, you can also do that at our bid on the block address, which is bid on the blockcom at gmail.com. So until next time, Rance, it's always nice visiting with you. And, uh, folks, we will see you next time on This Business of Beef. Sounds great. We'll see you all later on. This Business of Beef is sponsored by BidOnTheBlock.com, your online marketplace. 